1: 3, two, one. You know what I feel like doing? Getting released. Oh yeah, I feel like kicking back, relaxing, and getting comfy. Welcome to the Get Comfy Lowdown. I'm your host, Kalo, as always. Here to give you the lowdown all things wrestling. And I'm joined by my co-host.
2: What up, guys? It's the original Pancake, a.k.a. the most adorable voice here and anywhere else in the world. Aim on the mic. What's good, guys?
1: So before we get into today's podcast, I'd like to say thank you to anybody and everybody who is liking and sharing this podcast with anybody and everybody you know. Now, in the last podcast, we covered AEW. It was very good. It was very elite.
2: You you beat me to the joke. You beat me to the joke.
1: You know, I tried. I tried. But now with every good thing comes a bad thing. Or I don't know. It kind of depends on the viewer, the listener. It all depends. It's all different opinions. But we're here today to talk about the state of the WWE, the state of the WWE address. Now, it is worth noting that WWE is now behind. Depends who you talk to as well. They have lost Adam Cole, their crown jewel, so to speak, no pun intended, of NXT. They have lost the CM Punk bidding wars, and all of a sudden they lost the yes man, Daniel Bryan. There's also rumors that Kevin Owens will be leaving the company in January once his contract expires to go to AEW. And there has been weekly, if not daily rumors about a newly formed NXT with a brand new logo and a brand new show format. There's a lot to unpack and we kind of want to sift through it all, give our opinions on what is going on with the company I'd argue both of us enjoy very much, right or wrong.
2: Yeah, not anymore,
1: though, but yeah. It, it was very good. You're like Andy. I don't want to play with you no more. Yeah. But But um, let's start with NXT. There's been a lot of rumors as of late that Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard are getting their hands on NXT. Oh, God. God rest our souls. There's also been a significant amount of releases coming from NXT. We've talked about those before. Go check out a previous podcast on that. But NXT is changing. And not for the better. Not for the better. I don't know. It depends who you ask. But what are your thoughts on this change in NXT? There's also been rumors that names, and I quote, names that have been there for a very long time might get released soon. This includes your Champas, your Garganos, your Coles. Well, he's gone, but your Kyle O'Reilly's. What are your thoughts on NXT changing and just the state of it as a show?
2: I do not like the load At first, of all, the new logo—it looks like a Nickelodeon. I do not like that at all. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. Second, this is the same man, Mr. McMahon, and oh, I'm a, this is the same, but not pretty Bashir, Mr. McMahon—the same person who made NXT into a game show. This is the man, and the fact that Triple H couldn't really say anything. This man got a heart attack. No, it's like heart surgery. Yeah, heart attack. Oh, um, he recently got surgery. got blood season right, but it's like. You, Triple H took this garbage show and made it into something. And now you have just because you lost the Wednesday night wars because you wanted to compete with AEW and you lost. Now you're punishing part of Levesque and then all, all his rosters. Like, dude, like you, you think you're gonna do
1: it better. <laughs> My problem is, and the rumor coming out of that whole report was Vince McMahon wanted. NXT to essentially consist of bigger and stronger people. Mm. Why would you call up Dominic Dijakovic? Keith Lee. Keith Lee, who apparently he doesn't get. My my did he, problem. Did he watch Survivor Series 2019? That's my question. Apparently not. And apparently he was sitting in gorilla position
2: yeah.
1: directing the whole show, and he still hasn't watched it. But you can see the clear disconnect between NXT and the main roster. You brought up on the last podcast, Karrion Cross, the most recent NXT champion, got called up to the main roster in some incoherent fashion where he lost to Jeff Hardy. He won. He came out looking like one of those gimps that had the, the leather. Yeah, the BDSM dudes with the helmet. No Scarlett Bordeaux.
2: Would you be upset if, was, if he was like that with Scarlett Bordeaux or no?
1: I think either way, the character would fail on the main roster because that that whole aura about him when he first came to WWE was he was unstoppable. No one beat him. No one did anything. He won the NXT championship. And then all of a sudden he gets to the main roster and Jeff Hardy beats him and a five minute match?
2: Well, that's going back to, oh, it's different over here. There, Over here, it's all elite superstars. That's just a swimming pool. You can't beat just because you're undefeated here, doesn't mean you're going to be undefeated here, homie. That's what Mr. McMahon's threat th- tramp thought is.
1: And it's always going back to that idea that you have to build the next generation of superstars. And in the same breath, how are you doing that whenever you. Just totally throw them aside and say, hey, you achieved so much. You did amazing things in NXT. You had all these great moments. That that one lasting image in my head is Keith Lee holding up the United States or the North American Championship Mm -hmm. and the NXT Championship. It's like moments like those help build who they are. And then all of a sudden, Keith Lee gets to the main roster. And what has become of him? You know, He had a he had a great debut. He did at Survivor Series, that whole No, thing.
2: I'm I'm talking about the one when Randy Orton.
1: Yeah, I mean there was great moments, but nowadays he just kinda seems like whatever. Like that yeah. that aura about him is gone. I said with Karrion Cross the same thing. Grant you I was never I was never really a fan of Karrion Cross uh, even I, I in mean, NXT. Either. It uh, just kinda end. was like whatever, like sure, like he's a great performer. I trust the process, but
2: I wouldn't even count him as a great performer. I was just like, okay, there's a big...
1: Big dude, big muscle man. Do the muscle man dance.
2: Oh, no, too soon.
1: Too soon. But what NXT is changing to, we don't know yet. Apparently, at the time this podcast is released, we will have an idea. But we don't know right now, so we're going to just go with it. But now moving on to the main roster, Raw and SmackDown not even putting out 205 live cuz that should just be put out to pasture. Just let that thing be. My main problem, this was shown to me through Twitter. Or I think it was what culture did a piece on it. You have the 24/7 championship. That is the just the title where if we got nothing for you and you're just kind of there, we want to get our money's worth, go out there and run after the title. One of the people running after that title was Jeff Hardy.
2: Yeah, I saw that on Twitter blowing up.
1: Now, much like that tweet said, this is a former World Heavyweight Champion.
2: WWE Champion.
1: WWE Champion.
2: United States Tag Team Intercontinental.
1: Very, very decorated career. And he's Hall of Famer. A- Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. And he's running after the 24-7 championship. You're telling me that you can't just put him in a match with one of the young stars like Ricochet or Cedric Alexander or just anybody besides the 24-7 championship, the whole deal, I don't know. It, it's just mistreatment of superstars that have the talent, yet they just don't get showcased.
2: Because the fact that like, now the roster got gutted and you see – before when the 24-7 title, you saw all these big mob of superstars running towards them. For the title, the roster gets cut, it. and now you just see like only six people running for it. You show you, you see how big of a roster clean because of budget cuts, quote unquote. And now it's just like before it was like 30, like 20 people fighting over the title. Now it's like about five.
1: They got Drake Maverick back in that angle. I'm see, like, not to diminish Drake Maverick, he's a good guy, but, but like his angle with truth for that title was some of the best stuff on TV. Whenever mm-hmm. they were doing it, like the whole marriage thing, that was good stuff. The um,
2: on the Mavic 316,
1: oh, I'm sorry, 24-7. Show, yeah, uh, like that stuff was amazing. That was good TV. But nowadays you don't get that. And I want to dispel any of the Roman Reigns haters. Switching gears now to Roman Reigns. This man was booed out of Philadelphia. Nobody can get behind him. Nobody cared about him. It was always like Roman wins, lol. Like, it was just Roman slander across the board. This man had cancer, beat cancer, reworked his whole character, and just transformed who he was. Won the Universal Championship, put SmackDown on his back, and now arguably is one of the best wrestlers in wrestling today. Would you agree, disagree?
2: Well, you know, 100%. And the fans booed him because they knew he would have been a better heel. He was a yeah. heel in NXT with the million-dollar suit. And then he was also getting sub- shoved down their faces, like, chill this guy, this is the guy you want. We, we The fans knew how to chill Roman. He was in the shield. He did. He should have won the 2015 Royal Rumble.
1: Mm-hmm. It
2: was the fact that he, he was. it was brazenly, we knew that he was the next guy. Like, no, make it organic.
1: Yeah, let it happen, but for right now, the best work in WWE is being done on SmackDown, and it's with Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman and Paul Heyman, the bloodline, that whole stable, that whole crew is the best stuff on TV. Now, I'm looking at the United States Championship picture. Damian Priest is fighting with Sheamus, and apparently Drew McIntyre is involved somehow, some way. There's another NXT guy where he was the North American champion. He was cool on NXT. Gets to the main roster and just everything about him is lost. And like this isn't me bagging on WWE. I love these people. I talk about NXT all the time. But whenever they get to the main roster, it's just another case of what you said earlier. You're on NXT. The main roster is a different world. What you did there does not matter to me. Let's just... Keep it moving. You're you're a rookie now. But mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the WWE product in general? Have you watched it? Because I haven't. Like a full, like a full episode of SmackDown? I have not. Like I, c- I
2: have not. I have I admit I missed the Finn Balor and Roman Reigns because I was supposed to watch it. I missed it. Uh I did not watch a full I've been watching clips on YouTube, like from the little YouTube things. Yep. Honestly, I've been doing that, and then of course from Wrestle Talk, the highlights or the review of Raw and SmackDown. Have you have to watch a full episode of Raw and SmackDown since?
1: I haven't since WrestleMania. The night after, I always watch those two. Mm-hmm. Night after oh, yeah. SummerSlam, but like, it just doesn't seem to, like it's not the same. I mentioned in the AEW podcast, there was a time where WWE had that special feeling about it, where every week you tune in and it was just something that was awesome shout out to The Miz, but it just seems to have lost that steam. And I said before, WWE, regardless of what we think about it, what anybody thinks about it, will still make a lot of money. We'll still draw in, sell out crowds at WrestleMania, blah, blah, blah. They'll still do whatever. They'll still be the top dogs in the wrestling world. It's just... How many times are you going to let an Adam Cole, how many times are you going to let a Daniel Bryan, how many times are you going to let potentially a Kevin Owens and or, I don't know, name anybody on the roster now? How many times are you going to let those talents slip through your fingers and just jump ship? Adam Cole was the face of NXT and you let him go. It just... I don't know how that just flies with the company, but you make an offer like that to talent and they just see what's happening with the main roster. And they're just like, no, they, they have options now, but I personally think if WWE wants to counter any sort of energy they have and make something out of it, they need to end this brand split. They need to just make a cohesive product. Yes. You can do raw and SmackDown as your two different shows, but have everybody just kind of be there. You know, your storylines, you know what you're doing. Just make something out of it and just enjoy your life in wrestling. You I were going to say something?
2: No, I was just going to agree with you.
1: Yeah, this whole brand split just needs to needs to go.
2: No, I, but- I don't want the brand split. I, I love when a roster has a brand split. But when you – like, I agree the roster is slim. You need one. But I, I like having two separate rosters. The fact that you so you cut half – at the point WWE you had the best roster now that's now, now that is just a w but um i i think you need either it's either it's time to go or Triple H needs to stay stand up against his um father-in-law and be like listen the fans are tweeting about it i'm hearing about it you need to go
1: that's just how it be in the wrestling world but um I don't know. WWE will always have a special place in my heart. I'll still watch no, it. No, it's
2: dead to me. Dead to, <laughs> to, to me.
1: And that's me after Bray Wyatt's release, too. That's me saying that. But um, it's still going to have that place. It's still going to be there. I'm still subscribed. I'm still going to watch WrestleMania, all the pay-per-views, and try to keep up with it as much as I can. But which shows, my, much like what you said, with AEW being there, with them having those stars that I love watching on NXT and raw and all that might be watching dynamite more, or I might be watching AEW dark or rampage or whatever they're doing. Options are out there now. And it's up to WWE to respond to those options and still prove why they are the top dog in the wrestling world. But I agree, you know, that's how it be sometimes, but That about does it here for the Get Comfy Lowdown. We hope you guys enjoyed. This show goes live every Wednesday morning. We got the Get Comfy Game Break and the Get Comfy Podcast every Sunday and Friday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on all major listening platforms like iTunes, Spotify, and, of course, the Believe Podcast Network. But you know what? We'll see you guys next time. Peace.